Hello. In this short presentation, I want to talk about marketing analytics. More specifically, I want to call it marketing metrics or marketing measurement. Um, analytics is a pretty significant buzzword today uh, in the business world, um, and it can mean a lot of things. Uh, you probably have heard it associated with you know, complex algorithms and big fancy data mining and big data things. But know that that marketing analytics uh, is just basically any sort of measurement of your performance is considered marketing analytics. And so I want to take you through a number of not hard to calculate, not hard to conceptualize, but very, very, very important marketing metrics that will um, be helpful to have uh, in your skill set if you are indeed in the marketing world and want to basically justify um, how your marketing is going and um, you know be able to evaluate your promotions and other marketing activities and in the hopes of uh, improving them as you go along. The first one I want to talk about is just quite simply contribution per unit. And so sounds like a managerial managerial accounting metric and it pretty much is. So contribution is just this whole idea that um, it's the money left over after the sale of a unit. Okay, so um, you've probably heard other terms like uh, unit margin or gross margin things like that in the marketing world we like to call it contribution per unit and um, pretty simple formula all it is is unit price for the uh, product minus variable costs variable costs is just the cost to make the product so let me give you an example bicycles you manufacture and sell bicycles. Um, they sell at a price of $599. Um, your variable cost or your cost to make are is $250 each. Gives you a contribution per unit, which we can also abbreviate CPU, of $349. Quite simply, that's it. That's how much money you are earning uh, from the sale of one bicycle, $349, before fixed costs, including overhead, marketing, things like that. The next concept I want to talk about is break-even volume. This is pretty important to understand. This allows you to kind of weigh uh, your contribution per unit against your fixed costs. So you engage in some Big time marketing activity where you lay out, you know, tens of thousands or maybe even millions of dollars. You want to know, well, how many units additional do we have to sell in order to uh, get back that money? That's exactly what this is for. Um, so, basically, how many units do you have to sell to recoup your uh, fixed costs? Okay, here's the formula it's just fixed costs divided by. Your contribution per unit that's all it really is okay um, give you an example back to the bicycle $599 for the bike your variable cost is 
you also have $2 million in fixed costs. Um, what is your break-even volume? Your break-even volume is going to be $2 million divided by that contribution per unit, which you'll remember from the last uh, section of this presentation was $349. So $2 million divided by $349 is $5,730.66. Uh, important thing to note about break-even volume is you always round up. Uh, you cannot produce a fraction of a unit. doesn't make much sense. So you always want to round up. If you round down, then you'll end up with a number of units that doesn't quite allow you to achieve the break-even. And so, you know, in the real world, it probably doesn't matter one way or the other. You know kind of where you are. But in terms of calculations, it's important to know that you should always round up. All right, then we have something called target profit break-even volume. All this is is just basically you take the logic of the break-even volume calculation we just did, and we apply the logic to instead of how many units we need to sell to break even, how many units do we need to sell to make a certain level of profit, okay? Um, it's real simple. All you do is you add your target profit to the fixed costs and then divide by the contribution per unit. That's all you do. So take your take your numerator from break-even volume, which is just fixed costs, and to that you add your target profit. And again, divide by contribution per unit. So same example, bicycle, $599 price, variable cost of $250, fixed cost of $2 million. Let's say your target profit is, is half a million dollars, so $500,000. Um, the calculation then becomes $500,000 plus $2 million divided by that same 349 contribution per unit. Gives you, after rounding up, 7,164 units to achieve that target profit. Customer acquisition costs. This one's very important if you are, um, you know, trying to find new customers, and I guess all companies are. Um, there is an expense in prospecting and, you know, trying to get customers to try your product for the first time. So you may want to know what that, uh, you know, what that number is. We can put a dollar figure on that, and so will basically allow us to see. How well are we doing in acquiring customers relative relative to how much sort of money we make off of customers? Okay, and so the formula is simple. It's just total marketing cost divided by the number of customers you acquire. Nothing more than that. Okay, so the example, um, same bicycle company. Let's say that you have $250,000 or a quarter million dollars in total marketing costs. That's your marketing budget. Uh, you know that 395 new customers bought a bicycle. So your customer acquisition cost goes to $632.91. Okay. Um, so you have to kind of look at that number and put it in context. You know, is that good? Is that bad? Well, if we're making $349 per bicycle, you know, in contribution, then customer acquisition cost is almost double that. And so that's not good. You're not spending your marketing dollars well. So you would have to figure out um, what's going wrong, how to fix things, uh, and move on. You know, quite, quite frankly, if this was 
if this was the result of your work, given you know the the, the profit structure for your bicycles, uh, you might end up losing your job because that's just not very good at all. All right, net marketing contribution. Net marketing contribution is um, a term we use in marketing a lot. Uh, basically, you take that contribution uh, per unit that we talked about before, and we kind of sum it up across all the units sold. Okay. Um, another way to look at it is it's net sales minus cost of goods sold minus all your marketing expenses. So it's net sales minus cost of goods sold minus all your marketing expenses. Let's say you have net sales of $1.4 million. You your cost of goods sold across all your units was a total of a million dollars and you had a $250,000 marketing budget. Your net marketing contribution is quite simply 1.4 million minus 1 million minus 250,000 which comes to $150,000. Okay? So, uh one thing to mention net sales, net sales are just your sales after you have uh, remove from from that number uh, returns and uh, buybacks and things like that okay so that's net marketing contribution marketing return on investment so basically how much money are we making on our marketing dollars as a percentage MROI marketing return on investment the formula is just that net marketing contribution that we just calculated, and you divide that by your marketing expenses. That's it. Nothing else to it. Our contribution was $150,000. We spent $250,000 in marketing. Therefore, our marketing return on investment comes to 60%. Question is, is that good? Is that bad? It depends on a lot of things. Um, you know, if uh, you can compare it to last year's number, you can compare it to an industry standard, you can compare it to a, a goal that you set for yourself to determine if it was a good number uh, or a bad number. You can't just look at it and say, well, 60% is good or 60% is bad. You've got to kind of weigh it against something to determine uh, if it's good or bad. Okay. And then finally, we have marketing return on sales. So instead of MROI, MROS. This is marketing proceeds as a percentage of sales. Uh, our formula here is the same as MROI, but uh, your denominator in this case is net sales. Okay, so your net marketing contribution from before was $150,000. Your net sales was $1.4 so your marketing return on sales comes to 10.71%. So in that situation, the percentage is a lot lower. It doesn't look nearly as good. Now, if you go back to um, MROI, it was 60%. This is 10, less than 11%. doesn't look as good. But again, you have to uh, compare it to um, last year, industry standard, some competitor, some goal you've set for yourself, something. Okay. So that, that was kind of a quick down and dirty of some pretty important marketing analytics or marketing metrics, whatever you want to call them, um, that should serve you well um, if you are in the situation where you're going to be evaluating the actions 
of a marketing department. And I will tell you that a lot of them, um, you can calculate for a specific marketing action. So instead of just having it always have to be the total marketing spend for the year, maybe you want to calculate based on one particular promotion. Maybe you've got a promotion with the sole purpose of trying to acquire new customers. You could do a, a, a customer acquisition cost analysis just on that particular promotion. If you can be sure that that promotion uh, led to the, the customers that you acquired. Okay. All right. That's all I have. Have a wonderful day.